You're listening to the Simon Barnett and James Daniels Afternoons podcast from Newstalk ZB. Just been announced this afternoon that the government is going to stump up an extra $128 million for cash-strapped tertiary institutions in the hope it can stave off the hundreds of job cuts threatened and programs being slashed. We're now joined by Chief Political Reporter Aaron Darman. G'day to you, Aaron. How are you? Good afternoon, Tyler. Very well. How are you? Good, good. So I mentioned that number and it sounds big, $128 million. Where is that money going to go to, Aaron? Yeah, so this really is parachute cash for New Zealand's cash-strapped universities. I mean, the Crown floating in, sprinkling this $128 bucks. That's over two years, and that is to increase tuition subsidies at degree level. Now, the government's also, alongside that, launched a broader funding review. So the rationale is that when the budget process began earlier this year, increased enrolments were forecast, but... The opposite eventuated, and well, here we are. Now, the government maintains today's announcement, not a bailout. Remember that, Tyler? Not a bailout, says the (laughs) government. And it says it's providing support for the entire tertiary sector, not just those in the news at the moment. So you mentioned, well, where where actually is this money going to go to? We're talking all the universities across the country get a slice of the pie. Here's Finance Minister Grant Robertson. It's not a bailout because it's a contribution that we've stepped forward with to say to universities, we can see the pressure you're under. You're clearly under a great deal more pressure than when we started the budget process. Um, A bailout, I think, would mean effectively going in and paying all the costs that universities have. It's definitely not that. I mean, questions will still rightly be asked. How exactly did we end up in this mess? And when you look at institutions like Wellington's Victoria Uni or Otago Uni proposing these mega slashes of staff, there are still many, many a question to be asked, both of the government and the institutions, to go, what happened uh, to end up in this position? Mm. Well, that's certainly what some of the university leaders have, have said, Aaron. They've put uh, a lot of this blame at the feet of successive governments. Is that fair? Look, in my view, there's no two ways about it. This is a wake-up call for, yes, the government, also the institutions. I mean, these two uh, would ideally work in tandem to ensure that education is seen in high regard in this country. And I think our ongoing response will speak to the regard with which we hold academia. I mean, the idea to me that many of these core institutions could be gutted, ultimately leaving fewer options on the table for aspiring learners in the future, it just seems unforgivable. And then in the same breath, financial sustainability, like with any organisation, is the bread on which universities are buttered. So when you talk about whose fault is it, where do we put the blame, I think it is time to take a look in the mirror for both the government and the institutions. The government seems to be doing that uh, with those institutions by doing a two-year review of higher education funding. Now, Education Minister Jansen Eddy, she spoke to us moments ago, she's described what that will look like and what the final, uh, and that the full scope will be finalised by the end of the year. Is the system fit for purpose? Uh, what tweaks need to be made? And look, in the past we've had reviews of different parts of the system. We need to look at the system as a whole. My hope is that the government, the institutions come to the table, they look at each other uh, eye to eye, face to face, and actually sort this out in terms of a more sustainable future for our institutions over the, over the coming years and decades. $128 million is a lot of money to, to find, to, and I th- I'm going to call it a bailout of the universities and tertiary education. Not um, the B word, Tyler. Yeah, not the, not B, the word. B word. I'm calling it, Aaron. <laughs> uh, but where has this money come from? Where have they found this $128 million? 
Yeah, so Grant Robertson says the funding announced today has come from a transfer, quote, of underspends in Vote Tertiary Education. Now, Vote Tertiary Education is kind of the subset of the education pot of cash that is announced every year at the budget, and that includes money from the fees-free scheme, which apparently uh, is caused by lower-than-expected enrolments. Go figure. Uh, that's part of the reason why the, the universities are struggling, because of a lack of enrolments. So that's where the government's uh, telling us the cash is coming from. But you're right, it's, it is a lot of money to stump up in one go. It is a lot of money to go, okay, on top of the budget increase, uh, we're now increasing uh, further the funding for those institutions. Uh, but then on the flip side of that, you go, well, what option do they have? And uh, I mean, some reaction has come in from the Greens already. They're welcoming the announcement, but they say it is a lifeline that buys time. And so that's the thing with this. I mean, lifelines are sometimes needed to stay afloat, but they're temporary, they're for emergencies, and I think the buck now sits with both the government and the universities to kind of get that, uh, well, the ship's, in, uh, the ship's engine, if you like, humming again. Great stuff, Aaron. Thank you very much. I know it will be another big day for you, so thanks for coming on. Thanks, Tyler. That is Chief Political Reporter Aaron Darman. For more from Simon Barnett and James Daniels Afternoons, listen live to News Talk ZB or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.